0: Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I have the pleasure of welcoming Mr. Moneybags himself,
1: Brad Doughty. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go there quite yet, but uh, we, uh, I are, would. we are well, <laughs> well on our way, I guess.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about this in a bit. This is a tease. We're going to do some follow-up first. We're going to make it as as rough for you as it is for me.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know who's more excited about this show, you or me. I
0: think I might be. (laughs) I think you might be. (laughs) So in last week's episode, you will remember that I was very panicky about mentioning a listener um, who I had bumped into. A listener of the show was wearing a 70 decibels T-shirt, and I was deliberating over the person's name.
1: Yeah, you were very worried whether you were getting it right or not. How'd that work out for you? Yeah, I
0: got it wrong. Um, <laughs> the uh, I actually then went I went into last week's show notes and updated it after I realized my grievous error. But it was actually Dylan Ian Carter, at Dylan Ian Carter, who is the fantastic fan of the show, who came up to me at the 5x5 meetup in Portland. So, Dylan, apologies. Your name is not Jason as much as I... Do you know what? I actually said that his face as well. Like I was like, Jason? He was like, no. I was like, oh, I think you're somebody else. That was why I did it, you see. For some reason, I think that his name is Jason. It was stuck in your head. Yeah, but that's not the case. He is, in fact, a very, very handsome, very lovely listener by the name of Dylan. So Dylan, thank you for being awesome. And I am ashamed. I will die by my own pen sword for that mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, glad you got that cleared up. Indeed. What else do we have? Um, right. I mentioned that the London Pen Show is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that That's is, so
1: Is that like next week or something? It's
0: this coming Sunday.
1: Oh, wow. So just in a few days.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have the London Pen Show on the horizon. Um, so there's a couple of things. I want people to send in their suggestions to me for things that I should be looking out for. I don't really have a very big budget. But um, I am expecting to be making an, a like a trip out to, for the London Pen Show. Um, also, as well as that, if you are a UK-based listener and are going to be at the Pen Show, let me know because if there's a, a handful of us, then maybe we'll get together and have a beer afterwards or something like that. Which might
1: be cool. Very nice. nice. Very nice. I need to work on on doing more more meetups. I think uh, maybe that's that's in the cards in the future. You know, yeah. <laughs> need, to, need need to get out more. So uh, maybe I've never really done any in London. 20, 2014 might be the year for for the for the pen meetup.
0: Yeah, maybe I might be if you if we're gonna arrange it that far in advance, maybe I'll have to show up too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to do some stuff like that. That's always been on my radar. Just you know, hard to get all that coordinated and stuff. But yeah, love yeah, it. So yeah, y'all difficult. let Mike know if y'all are gonna be at the pin show. That'd be cool.
0: And then we can he'll get
1: your he'll get your name wrong there too.
0: Exactly. And then next week I can come back with a <laughs> list of people and it's just all random people. I, I list the cast of I don't know. Glee or something like that instead. <laughs> um, I received my field notes. Oh, good. So yeah, I want to hear what you think. Here they are, right here. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got the. I, did you mention the little thing that they come in? The six pack holder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, that's a nice, it's a nice little addition. Uh, I don't yeah. really know what to do with it. I know, <laughs> but, but I've, I've got it here. I guess I'll have to find somewhere to put it. Cause they're currently sitting outside of my uh, archive memo box thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them very much, the little box. The uh, the whole package itself is really nice. You've got the little coasters, which are nice and thick. And the books are weird, right? Not in a bad way, but they're not field notes, as I know them.
1: What, you think it's the cover? Or? Yeah, the
0: cover, like to touch them. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like field notes.
1: Yeah, it's a new... New style cover. I mean, that was one of the I, add-ons, in the in the right word. but That was one of the specific features of this edition was that satiny type color, and and it was it was funny. I just reviewed that Rodia R notebook. It had the same type of cover, and I've felt those on on different um, different other stationary products in the past. Um, so it's not it's not a new thing.
0: So I have a theory, a theory about why I think that they are this like this got that like waxy varnished cover mm-hmm. so if you get them wet it doesn't destroy them
1: that's right if you spill your beer on them exactly. you're in good shape
0: i love the colors the colors are very all to me mm-hmm. um very very nice colors i haven't used one yet i look forward to it I mean, because i'm kind of i'm not sure how i feel about the cover i love them but also i'm weird mm-hmm. about them like mm-hmm. if you gave me i would be very happy with it but it's just because i know what this is and when i pick it up it feels strange Okay, but I like them yeah. I, I like the way they look I think they look fantastic the colors are great so the covers are nice if they're removed but the fact that they're not my normal Field Notes it feels strange Right. but I like that yeah. it's more durable
1: yeah I'm interested to see how it wears I remember now mm-hmm. if you remember back when we had Brian on the show um, Brian Bedell from Field Notes remember how he said he was carrying a folded up piece of cover in his pocket to see how it would wear
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. So that, I think this. that was this
1: cover because I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to wear too because I've been using mine a ton so far. I am completely in love with the Hefeweizen uh, grid color. Um, that's one of the best things ever in in my book for me. And but what I'm seeing is okay. So like you open it up and the cover, you know, you have that the finish on the outside cover. And then the inside cover, it's a little bit different finish, but it's still different than your normal Field Notes cover. And the inside covers are black. So when you open up the cover, like if I've had it you know, folded back around itself or something like that, there's a break, um, just like any other book would, in the cover next to where the binding is. Mm-hmm. So that shows up white, right, because you're, you're wearing it. Sure. So, so like it cracks there, you know, like it, it normally would. I'm just wondering how that's going to wear over time, like if there's going to be any cover issues. So I wonder if that's why he was carrying it around so much, and I'm interested to see because I have noticed that. Like uh, I wonder if that's going to be more prone to, to kind of coming apart there, but to be determined. Needs, needs some more wear testing. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue. It's just something that I noticed because the covers are black and you can see the white cracking through.
0: Yeah, I had like a, an interest in, um, on, on my original XOXO edition, it has an interesting wear in it where the colors just come away, which is mm. tr- strange. I don't really know why that, that happened, but I kind of like it. So I wonder if it might be like that, like you've got these cracks in it and it will show the, the paper underneath. But yeah, I think that's just, I mean, that's one just of One of part my of favorite the, uh, things about the XOXO one that I've got is that it's got these awesome like white patches on the back.
1: Oh, okay yeah exactly that, that's what i was going to say it's one of those things where it's just a nice wear pattern that actually becomes you know something you like about the the book i like i see the expedition editions people that have been using those a bunch they have that like the wear pattern through the yeah. orange cover mm-hmm. yeah it's really nice
0: i like the web like saying that it's going to wear i kind of hope that they do I, I, there's right. a part of me that really likes that
1: Yep. Yep. And while, while we're on the field notes thing, I have a clarification to make from uh, last week, a statement I made that was incorrect. So I want to make sure everyone's on the same page. I don't want uh, incorrect information out there. After, the sh- after last week's show, when we were talking about the quantities of field notes and how they print, um, Brian Bedell reached out to me, because um, I said that they make, that they have print run for the colors editions and for online sales, and then they have a separate retail print run, yep. and that's incorrect information. So, for example, the drink local is sixty thousand books total, right? So they did thirty thousand ales, thirty thousand loggers. That's for color subscriptions. That's for retailers. That's for field notes online sales. That's it. That's like the all-encompassing number. It's not double yeah. that, like I'd said. I don't know where I where I got that in my head. Because there, there's some old editions that had. Regular editions and retail editions and things like that. So I got confused there and uh, misspoke. So I wanted to make sure that when you see the field, the print runs listed on field notes, that is the total actual print run. Which yeah, makes you sense.
0: confused me because I don't, I don't remember know. us ever mentioning that.
1: I don't know what I was thinking. So I was having I was having a senior moment.
0: We've spoken quite a lot about the field notes group on Facebook. Yeah they awesome are now they are now Field Nuts
1: yes so there was a little I don't think there wasn't a problem or anything but they needed to switch the name of the group and I think the the Facebook rules are once the group gets over 250 people in size you can't change the name so if you were part of the old uh, Field Notes uh, fan group on Facebook there's a post that says go to the Field Nuts page and sign up there and uh get transferred over
0: and there's a field nuts website now FieldNuts.com, and they've got yes, a twitter a account message too. forward i think it's just because it's it, they didn't have their own brand it was just called field right. Notes, and then it took off so it's like well yeah let's make a thing out of it
1: yep exactly right and uh, could not be any nicer folks over there they're very helpful um and you know they, they were talking about you know the mistake i made on the Thing last week. Oh, on the were they? Last week, yeah. And they were huh. like, "Is that right? That doesn't sound right." And I jumped it because Brian had emailed me like either that night or the next by the next morning, just saying, "Hey, uh, you misspoke there." So I went over there and I made sure I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I said this wrong. So sorry about that." And we're gonna—I'll put a clarification out next week. So I wanted to make sure I get that right.
0: You can't be trusted.
1: I know. I know. I'm a problem child.
0: Mm-hmm. You are. So an interesting uh, piece of news before we go into our sponsor and then just spend mm-hmm. the rest of the episode talking about what everyone wants us to talk about, I'm sure. This sort of um, permeated my two worlds today. Mm-hmm. So do you remember the iPad app Paper? Yeah. By a company yeah. called 53? Yes. So it's like, if anybody doesn't know, it's like it, it looks like a virtual Moleskin notebook that you open up and you can get different brushes and you can, um, I don't know, you can use like different pens and colors and stuff and you can create art in them or sketches or whatever. Well, the company 53 have partnered with Moleskin to create something they're calling book. So you can turn 15 sheets, a book of 15 sheets into a four by three format Moleskin book, which they've created for this Project Moskin have created with with the fifty three people, and they will basically print the artwork that you've created into a Moskin book.
1: Oh, okay, I see. So you you do the artwork in paper. I think so. And I then th- they print it into a book. I said that. I'm, I'm just looking at it right now.
0: And now I feel like I need to go check that.
1: Yeah, it says stunning custom printed bro- books created right from paper. Yeah. Paper meaning the app for those yep. aren't for who. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the app. Yeah. Which is a really impressive app. Really impressive app. I mean, I never really, I never, I've always downloaded it on my iPad. It lives there. I've never had a huge use for it, but it's exceptionally well done and easy to use.
0: Yeah. The kids are kind of crazy.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So they will then cre- turn them on. Make, and it's basically they've worked with Moleskin to create these, which is quite a good, quite a good partnership
1: yeah so it, it looks yeah okay I see I'm flipping oh, this page is really nice yeah um I'm going through and I, I definitely see the artwork is definitely the paper style artwork that you've already always been able to create, which is really, really nice yeah this is a great idea
0: yeah because malls can make a book like this, and I can't remember what one it is I think it might be their Japanese sketchbook where yeah I don't know oh what was what it called maybe it's folio folio sketchbook. Yeah yeah yeah. Where it it opens up as opposed to you you don't you don't flip the pages. You open it out.
1: Right. It's like accordion style.
0: Yeah, and that's what this book is how this book is created. Yeah, Which for is sure. An interesting choice. I don't know if it's what how I would want it because
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not that artistic. I wouldn't want to see my uh my artwork uh, live on in infamy in a book, but Yeah, <laughs> I this think is for definitely some people it would probably work
0: for definitely, for the people that create um artwork
1: if nothing else, it's an interesting idea i mean I, I, I like the I definitely like the idea of it
0: I think that it's a a perfect pairing hmm I think it makes sense to do that um do we have any more follow up of any kind
1: um I don't think so. Okey-dokey. I don't think so. My mind's a little, I'm a little foggy today. Oh, really? Um, You'll have to excuse me. Yeah.
0: I'm not surprised. (laughs) Right. Let's take a quick break. Then we'll, we'll thank our sponsor and then we'll get into the, the real topic for today. All right. So let's take a quick moment to thank Squarespace for sponsoring this episode. They are the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, online store, site for your business, basically any project you want to put online, Squarespace can give you the tools to do that. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO10. So Squarespace are always doing great stuff to make sure that their product is changing and evolving and updating. They're always adding new features, new design templates, and they're making sure that their support works even better for you. They have really beautiful designs for you to work with. They have 20 highly customizable templates, which have won numerous design awards. And they also feature loads of great um, style options to allow you to tweak and create your own space online. You can change fonts, colors, and you can create your pages by drag and dropping items around the page. That's like how me and Brad create our field notes pages on our uh, respective Squarespace websites. We just drag in image blocks and drag them around the page. Very very easy. But if you need any help at Squarespace, they have a fantastic support team that work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're always on hand to help you if you need anything at all. Squarespace is beautiful, sort of inside and out. Not only do the templates look fantastic, the back-end system looks great too. It's really easy to use when you're like sort of making changes to your site and posting to your blogs and stuff. That's all really looks really good. But they also have very clean code as well. So it's really great for like search engine optimization. So people searching on Google, they're more likely to find your website if they're putting the, you know, relevant keywords and terms in. That that's a real dark art SEO and uh, they mm. take care of that bit for you. So you just don't have to it's just one less thing that you have to worry about. You just don't have to worry about anything with Squarespace. Their plans start at just $8 a month, and they include a free domain name if you sign up for a year up front. I want you to go and sign up now and try it out for free by going to squarespace.com. There's no credit card required. You just enter in some very basic information, and you can start building your website. And when you decide to sign up, make sure you use the offer code Tallyho10, as T-A-L-L-Y-H-O, and the number ten one zero. And that's going to show you support for the pen addict and all of five by five. so thanks so much to Squarespace for sponsoring and for giving you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. All right Tallyho 10. Tallyho 10. All right I like it. So mm-hmm. yesterday at three p.m Eastern time 3 p.m. London time That's what I meant to say <laughs> 10 am. Eastern time hmm The Knock Co. Kickstarter was launched. Yes. With a goal of $5,000. Yes. Went on, to the, went on to the Kickstarter and has a fantastic video. I really like that you put little bloopers in at the start. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I, feel, I very much buddy. enjoyed your video, but the production quality was excellent on the video.
1: Yeah, our friend Sharif did a, did a bang-up job on that. Um, I loved it.
0: It was very kickstarter
1: good so it fit in
0: it fits in perfectly like you know that like the nice music and the elegant yeah. voiceover provided by you and the guy with the close up of Jeffrey using the mm. books and like with his um, he was like using dome paper and he's got his knock pencil cases next to him and yeah, I liked it when he was putting all his stuff and arranging them and you're talking about which I really liked you're talking about the fact that you want to protect your cases so you worked with Jeffrey to build them the way that you wanted Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, and especially that bit where you're like, I have like a $1,000 worth of pens. I've got to protect him. I was like, right, that <laughs> proves the point, everyone. <laughs> um, and then we've got, so you have a, a big range of, uh, you have is it five or six?
1: So there's, gosh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six. Six, uh, six styles, yes. or six models, six models, if you will, on the um, on our launch. Um, we had lots of ideas, lots of designs that we went through in sketching and prototyping and things like that to narrow it down to kind of what's going to be our core products. You know, our core launch products, um, and you know, these were the, all the ones we were excited about. We thought there was a need for each of these. And in some way, shape or form. And you know, they each kind of accomplish something a little bit different, um, depending on, you know, what you're looking for in a pen case. Um, so we tried to to make a range of products that would fit all kinds of needs for for all kinds of all kinds of people. And um that's been one of the coolest things about this so far is the way people are latching on to different products already and seeing a certain style and they're saying that's exactly what I'm looking for, for this use, or, you know, um, I haven't had anything like that before, but, and I didn't realize that that's what I needed, but that's, you know, a perfect fit for what I'm trying to do, you know, with my pen storage or, or notebook storage. So it's, it's, it's been really cool to see the feedback, um, that we're getting on the products, you know, that's been that was the most that was the most nerve wracking thing for me, really, is not the money, but are people going to like the product? Are they going to like what they see? Um, are we going to be able to present it in a way to where they understand what we're trying to accomplish? Um, and, and so far, the the feedback's been overwhelmingly, like stunningly positive. And um, I'm very, very excited about that.
0: So you have a range of uh tiers, backing tiers, mm-hmm. ranging from fifteen dollars to seventy five dollars for the product, and then you've got that like elusive Kickstarter thing of pay us a chunk of money and you can come make your own thing and have a bunch of us. You know, that, that's Yeah, it's that, kind of a yeah.
1: kind of a Kickstarter thing that you just kinda of do just in case.
0: In case somebody's in it like lives around the area and wants to come hang out. Yeah, we um,
1: figured Atlanta's a big enough area and has enough places around that if someone wanted to make a custom design case and, you know, meet Jeff and I and meet dinner and design your own pen case, we wanted to make that available too. So no no takers yet, but uh twenty eight twenty eight days to go.
0: So the interesting thing, the tier which I think is the Supreme Tier, which is the seventy five dollar tier, which is all of the cases, mm-hmm. has got the most backers currently. By I a, didn't
1: see that coming
0: by a long shot. And uh, I, I, the reason that I think well, it's the same for me is seventy five dollars for how many? Is six,
1: seven. You- well, there'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because there's two. There's actually two chimney tops. The little one at ah, the very yes. top. There's a small and a medium size. So that's a, there's actually those come. They essentially come together.
0: So you get seven for seventy five dollars, which mm-hmm. is just. Incredible value. So I was like, whatever your top tier was, I was gonna do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except the 250 because it will cost me a lot of money <laughs> to come over there. And ten dollar yeah. shipping for outside the US is awesome as well. Mm-hmm. That's a good good range. Mm-hmm. Um so this went out. I have loads more questions by the way, but I want to sure carry can. on the story, as it were. So this this went out within one hour, you met your goal of mm-hmm. $5,000. Yeah. You currently have 28 days to go. You've just ticked over into your second day. And you're at $27,333. <laughs> with 720 backers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that that uh, look you see on my face right now is just a huge grin. I, I'm at a loss for words, to be quite honest. Um, you know so I'm sitting there. Let me let me tell you about the launch.
0: Oh yeah, so, tell me about that.
1: <laughs> so we're sitting there. And you know, Jeff and I are, are kind of, you know, running around like chickens with our heads cut off yesterday morning, just, you know, trying to get everything synced up to, you know, launch at ten o'clock. And, you know, we got all that coordinated and and set up and the launch went fine. So you push the button, you say launch, then they say, Are you sure? And you say, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and then it's live. And then you, then that that's it. I mean, it's like, okay, this this project exists now on Kickstarter. And so, you know, we coordinated, you know, sending out, you know, our tweets and our blog posts and all that just so everyone knew we were live. And we sent out the mail um, that people signed up for and all that stuff. So you're sitting there. And then you're kind of relieved. And, you know, you're just sitting there because there's nothing to do now. You're just waiting and staring at the computer screen and, you know, here comes one backer and then two and then it just started going berserk about 10 or 15 minutes into it it was just like a it was just like a count like a countdown ticker in reverse it was just the numbers were just you know it was constantly moving and i think before we even hit our goal like maybe only like A thousand or two thousand dollars into it, you know. I'm just sitting there, like, wow, this is like really happening. You know, get I got, honestly, got like a little tear in my eyes. Like, can't I can't believe this is happening? We are, you know, we've been working pretty hard on this, and you know, you want people to like it, you know, more than anything. Like I was saying earlier, and I was like, wow, you know, this is pretty cool. I mean, it could end right now, and I'll I'll be happy, and you know, not even meet our goal. That, you know, but everyone kind of wants that confirmation, you know, in their life and. You know, to see the the positive reaction, um, not to mention the amount that it's um, has been pledged so far, is is pretty stunning. And it, it's really hard to explain. You know, to put that in words, like how you feel about seeing something like this, it's it's pretty crazy.
0: Do you, now, I know that the reason that you set the five thousand goal is because you expected to to meet it. Well, I assume that you expected to meet it maybe within 10, 15, 20 days maybe? I don't know. What Um, what were you thinking?
1: Yeah, it was a a long process to come up with that number. Um, One, we wanted to make sure it did get backed. And number two, we wanted to make sure that if it did get backed that we had – the enough money to buy the machinery that we needed and buy all the materials that we need to make. If like, if we just sold $5,000, right? Say it just ended at 5,000. And that was our goal. We would then have enough money to buy the machinery machinery that we need because we need an um, extra machine to um, make the stitching a little bit nicer on some of the pin, the pin pocket seams and things like that um and then give us enough material to make the product and also have some material to stock the store whenever, you know, that goes live. So and that number we felt was going to be right in that $5,000 range, um no more than like 7,000. And so we we chose 5,000 cuz we knew if, you know, if nothing else, if we get to that number, we're going to be okay to launch our store because this Jeffrey and I's goal is to not be a kickstarter company right where we just do kickstarter projects and make money or make a business off of just continual kickstarter projects. We want to we're going to we want to have an online business to sell these cases and to create other things and and do, you know, a whole world of stuff that we have floating around in our heads. So, we our goal was to get enough money to get that started. Um, and plus, just kind of ancillary to that, you know, there's not a lot of necessarily, like it's not a high dollar project, right? So we need, we need, quanti- we need a higher quantity of backers more than we need a higher quantity of dollars, if that makes sense. So that 5,000 goal seemed um, to be kind of the right thing to do. We felt that if we just got that number, you know, for 30 days, and that was the number, we would be able to go on and begin, you know, the, the real business that we want to start once this campaign is over.
0: Okay. So I was talking to Patrick Ryan earlier today, mm-hmm. our buddy. And we're talking about your Kickstarter on our show enough. We do Okay. I'll have to go listen. And. He as I am very surprised at the, the, how cheap the cases are mm-hmm. because you could charge you could charge a lot more, especially like in the lower tiers, you know like when you're mm-hmm. you're looking at um the chimney top two mm-hmm. cases of fifteen dollars right these prices are really cheap, so mm-hmm. how are you affording to sell them so cheaply
1: I think the main thing is that. Jeffrey and I are doing a lot of the work ourselves. Um, when you see these cases on here, Jeffrey has designed, cut, sewn, stitched, labeled everything himself. So there's, that's obviously a labor cost. And we've, actually, we've figured in labor into our pricing, but we're not paying external sources to manufacture these. So there's not an extra, I guess, layer of cost, um, at least at this time, you never know how big it's going to get, um, that we have to have to manufacture these cases. You know, I'm going to be handling a lot of the fulfillment and, you know, shipping and packing. You know, while there is a monetary value tied into my time to do that, I'm not paying a fulfillment service to fulfill our orders, which would be an additional cost. So, you know, right now, that's the way we're set up, you know, we're able to make these cases that are really great quality, really cool designs, and I think provide a great value. That was my goal. When Jeffrey sat down, Jeffrey and I sat down the very first time, I kind of like, you know, I didn't physically do this, but I basically drew a circle around the price point that I wanted to be at with the materials I wanted to use and said there's a gaping hole right here in the market for a product like this. You know, there's all this high-end leather stuff um, you know that you're, that's you know 75 to 125 dollars for cases. There's the very cheap low-end stuff that you can get at Staples or, you know, the grocery store that's just kind of like bag-type storage. And I said, there's nothing in here in the middle that I want to use in the materials that I want to use and in a style that I like. And I said, this is where I want to end up. You know, there's right here in this big circle. There's nothing there. And I want to be in that circle. Um, and so, you know, he came back. Jeffrey is pretty amazing, the knowledge that he has in being able to, his experience with manufacturing and tailoring, he is able, he was able to put down, like our price spreadsheet is awesome. He was able, he's able to account for everything. We're able to look at the prices and we're going, okay, we can do this. You know, this is, this is where we need to be. Um, This is how much it's going to cost us to get here. And You know, at that point, we decided that this was actually a viable thing to do. I mean, because we didn't know until we started putting down the pricing, you know, where we're going to be able to be at on the price point wise. Now, that being said, you know, the Kickstarter prices are probably uh, are a little bit lower than we will be at retail, um, but they're close. I mean, I don't want to say you know they're not. I mean, they're either going to be the exact same or maybe a few dollars more. So it's not going to be much. So you're getting a little bit better deal but at during the kickstarter project especially for like the the brass town the bigger case that one's kind of complex to make um i can tell you right now that that one's going to be 35 dollars once we go you know to retail at our store um so we did have um a few minor price breaks on the kickstarter campaign just kind of get the ball rolling but even even then so you know it it's still at a at a good price for us to be able to um You know, to be able to be profitable and, you know, put this money into the equipment and everything we need to really ramp this up, you know, in in an online store once the Kickstarter campaign's done.
0: So, I mean, obviously, you you would need to do that. I mean, I'm speaking for you, but if you ever wanted to put these in other online stores... Mm -hmm. you have to increase the price because the retailer needs a profit margin and if you're going to sell them on your own store you then need to match Mm -hmm. the retail price which right that's simple business Mm -hmm. i'm doing it this way so my question to you is like you mentioned that that jeffrey is gonna uh, i'm assuming you're making money right
1: yes yeah these at these prices we are profitable yes no doubt
0: so um I mean, is it good? I mean, obviously, you've got too many numbers, but is it good? Profitable? Like, it's it, you're not like making a cent, you know. Like when you say right. profitable, you two will come away with this with some money each. I Yes,
1: say. yeah, we we have the pricing set up right now as as a I don't know what the right terminology is, but basically as a as a solid, it's solid retail pricing. You know, these Kickstarter prices are a little bit lower. Than, the what the regular retail is going to be, but the regular retail pricing includes us, you know, being able to price it to, to We want to sell it to other companies and to other you know vendors and other pin stores to be able to resell it on their own. So we do have you know all all, all of our pricing figured accordingly.
0: Yeah, I guess that actually makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. you've put these uh wholesale, these these are wholesale prices, aren't they? What you're selling them at? No, now? no, mm-hmm. no. Okay. No, I these are
1: going to be close to retail prices.
0: Oh, so you're making even more money then? Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. no, we're
1: not, the, the Kickstarter price is not a wholesale price. Like the price isn't going to, you know, double or whatever when we sure. go to our retail. This is, these are going to be close to the prices. You know, like the $15 cases might be $17 or $18 when right. we're done or, you know, after the Kickstarter campaign's over, you know, something like that. It's going to be in the ballpark.
0: So you say that at the moment, it's mainly, well, the plan had been for you and Jeffrey to make these, right? Mm -hmm, Right. What if you have 5,000 of them to make in 38 days? 28 days, sorry.
1: We've already contacted or Jeffrey's contacted the people that in his industry that he knows that are his friends that he's either worked with, works with now or has worked with in, in other, you know, tailoring sewing manufacturing ventures and we'll be able to contract out to them um, to help us if we if we get like really overwhelmed and it it keeps going and I I hope we get to that point and we'll be able to handle the manufacturing with without issue I don't I don't think at all and you know we have that figured in
0: and you factored all that into your costs as well
1: we did you guys
0: you guys are real businessmen
1: (laughs) hey I, I all the credit goes to jeffrey for that like i, I, I wouldn't have, i wouldn't have been able to come up with accurate pricing yeah. you know i need him to do you know he's he's laid out everything you know from the you know the zipper to the thread to the the length of every single piece that goes into every single case and how much each of those pieces are i mean just like you know any legitimate business should you know we we have our cost you know down to the penny on everything and that's you know including you know shipping and you know manufacturing time and and things like that so you know hopefully the math's right
0: (laughs) i mean i don't know if it's obvious to people i don't know if it is to you i think it is to you why i'm asking these questions it's because i want this to be a massive success for both of you and that this in some way changes both of your lives that's what i want to happen so i am just a worried friend Mm-hmm. That you guys have a Kickstarter campaign that closes at like a quarter of a million dollars, uh-huh. but you can't afford it. If that makes <laughs> sense, because I'm sure that happens a lot with these really big campaigns, mm-hmm. and it's only because you know I've I'm uh, I spent quite a lot of time with the Studio Neat guys, mm-hmm. and they you know they made a, a bunch of fantastic Kickstarter stuff, and they I, I consider them good friends, and just talking to them about because they've had. Very very successful Kickstarter campaigns, and the Glyph, which was their first one, they didn't expect it um, right. to, to to get anywhere near what it did. They were well placed because, like you, uh, like you two, it, it was built in such a way that they knew that they could make most of it themselves, regardless. And then mm-hmm. they were able; they were very lucky to find some good manufacturers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it could have gone very, very wrong for them because they they were one of the very, very early Kickstarters. So they did their their product, The Glyph. Um, They had a... Let me see what their original goal was. Uh, They had a goal of $10,000 and they made $137,000. But this was back in 2010 when a $10,000 Kickstarter was pretty big And they were, for a long time, they've made the most money. Um, So that was just my, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you guys were thinking about all of that sort of stuff too, which you obviously are because you're smart, smart people, but
1: yeah no i I totally appreciate that, and that's you know i've gotten a lot believe me my you know my parents <laughs> are Aww. asking you know uh do you have this is this right? And, you know are you doing this are you doing that? And i'm like, yes mom, we're doing that and um but you know, and also you know i'm I'm fortunate enough and um to have friends like dan bishop at at Kara's customs of
0: course. who yes i
1: can I can call up and spend, you know, two hours on the phone and say, you know, this is what we're trying to do. Um, what am I missing, you know, and have things like that. So I've got the benefit of being able to talk to people like Dan and kind of get some uh, feedback to make sure we have all our bases covered. And he's and he's been like that, too. He's like, now I, I'm seeing the pricing. Like, are you sure you've got this covered and this covered? And I'm like, yep, we've got it. It's, it's right here. I'm staring right at it. It's, it's, it's accounted for. Good. So, you know, it's – um. You know, it's still, there's still a possibility of the unknown happening, but I feel more comfortable about the manufacturing and fulfillment piece of it than anything.
0: Do you have any concerns? Like, that you can point to?
1: Um, I, not really. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Good. You know, it might get down to, if, if it really goes berserk, like if if something say it goes to a hundred thousand dollars and there's you know I don't know whatever number of backers thousands of backers um, there might be some time you know concerns yeah but I'd, I really don't think um because yeah, you are you saying you're going to ship of the ledger.
0: in January right which is and that you had, you haven't left that like typically people leave it a bit longer for for a manufacturing product but it's because you know you can do it I mean I wouldn't right. be surprised if you started working on them. I don't I don't know or we'll be yeah. very very soon.
1: Yeah, we haven't decided that yet. Um I think we're going to wait a bit a little bit longer because we'll have to order the we want to get the quantities right that when we order the fabrics and stuff like that, we don't have all that. Um so it just depends on how ahead of time we want to do it. Um I know talking with Dan, you know, it can be say after the funding period ends, it can be weeks before the money actually gets into your bank account to where you're able to start ordering. And we may, may just have to bite the bullet and get that ordered, you know, and get that ordered early before the the money actually appears to where we can pay for it kind of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have 30-day terms of a lot of companies anyway to get the, the product to, to pay. Right. It's... Th- business is done the same way and i guess what the benefit you've got is you know you're going to get the money whether it takes two three four weeks you know it's coming so even right. if you had to find some of a way to finance it that it wasn't a problem for you like if you had the ability to do that then you could do it right you could right. if you needed to spend five thousand dollars to get some stuff in and between the two mm-hmm. of you you can throw that money together then you would just do it because yep. it makes the whole thing easier for you right
1: Right, right. Yeah, so like ma- manufacturing and fulfillment, that stuff doesn't keep me up at night, you know? Yeah. What, keep, what keeps me up at night is is making a product that people like and people want and that people think is going to be good.
0: See, I, I think, I know that for me personally, and when I, because I've been showing this to everybody that I can, just because of how proud I am of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all my friends, my family, they've all seen this. I've, <laughs> I've had to explain Kickstarter to so many people. I actually showed it to my mum, and she was like, "Why can't you do this?" I was like, "Thanks, mum." <laughs> Cheers, thanks for that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. And because uh, she's seen the number, right? She saw it right. yesterday, and yeah. and you'd made like sixteen thousand or something. She's like, "Why don't yeah. you do this?" I was like, "Because I haven't got the great idea, like like Brad and and Jeffrey I don't have that. I didn't have the idea." And but i was saying, like, I think people. This comes across in your video, I think, to people that don't know you, but to people that are that know you, they know you're not what well, this is how I feel. you're not going to make a bad product here because you know what you want, and I feel like for b- being a good friend, I feel you're uh, uh, we are good friends, mm-hmm. that I know that you have very strict levels of what you consider to be acceptable and unacceptable in something, and I believe you wouldn't ship an unacceptable product. Right. Like you yeah, just wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. And Jeffrey, you know, that's one of the things that clicked with us right in the beginning is we're both kind of that same way. We're, you know, we're very particular about what we like and what we want and what we want to see. And, you know, what the you know, concerned about the minutiae, uh, type of stuff. So yeah, yeah. So we're we're both uh we're both very concerned about not you know, concerned isn't the right word, but we're very, you know, aware of, you know, Look and fit and finish and style and you know everything that's going to, you know, make a a, a high quality product that people are going to get in their hands and and love, uh, hopefully love. So, yeah, we uh we we take pride in, in in this and um, you know we're, I guess we're at this point you know now we're anxious to like start getting stuff into people's hands. So, but uh, speaking I, of I, I which, a-
0: mm-hmm. you've you've been sending some some like prototype models out haven't you
1: yeah yeah i did um i don't have a lot to send out so um i I picked out a few of my blogging friends sent some out um on saturday so they would arrive kind of you know early this week and just kind of you know i've people who know me you know like me you know my family my wife you know, my family that have actually physically seen these cases, they're like, oh, it's great. It's fantastic. But they don't use the cases like I use the cases or you would use the cases. And so to be able to get it in the hands, uh, we didn't we didn't send any out like early, early on, like our early prototypes when we were still working on. this is kind of our final prototypes um, that, uh, you know, I wanted to get some other feedback on. Um, so like Ed Jelly made a post today Um his photography is always so great. Um, and yeah. Ed's been a guest on this show, and he d- he did a great job. We sent him the lookout, which is just the um, it's the uh, holster style uh, case, and he did a really good job of uh, doing some photos. And he actually, when I when I woke up today and was talking to Jeffrey, he's like, "Did you see Ed's post?" I was like, "Yeah. Did you see Did you see all the stuff he was doing with the case and sticking the field notes in there and Yeah. Flip- flipping it over like a stand i was like yeah i didn't know you could do that so you know those are the things you know you get staring at a product for so long you you need so you need a fresh set of eyes on it and and see saw kind of the neat things that ed did with it i thought that was pretty cool
0: joe i'm looking at these like that material i know this is going to sound insane but Mm -hmm. if some ink leaked in there that's going to look Mm -hmm. awesome in my opinion (laughs) Like if you had you like, say like the dark blue one and maybe some uh-huh. some dark blue ink, like say, I don't know, say you had a fountain pen explosion. Mm-hmm. There's something about that to me that I think would look really cool. I don't think everyone would agree. But for <laughs> me personally, there would be something about that that I would quite like. I'm not going to pour ink all over mine when I receive them. I will allow the wear and tear to get it for me. But yeah. there's just something about that just because they're so, they're very attractive, but they're rugged in a good way. Yes yes and there's yeah. something about that once they once these cases are going to start to look like worn in and used mm-hmm. i think that they can they will take on an individual life for everyone and i think that's kind of cool i like that
1: yeah and that's why you know jeff and i both like this material this uh this nylon cordura material it's a real durable i mean it's it's essentially like back exterior backpack material you know for all yep. intents and purposes so it's it's thick and durable, but it's still pliable and soft. You know, to where, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna work good. You know, when you're when you're carrying it around and you know putting it in other other bags and and things like that, it's just kind of gonna work well for um, anyone who's who's using it for pen storage and you know being mobile and carrying it around. So that was kind of our goal. That's why we wanted to use this fabric, um, just because you know jeffrey and i like it and then we think it would it's a it makes for a good pin case
0: looks good but it's fit for purpose yeah exactly and exactly. you uh mr mike dudek
1: yeah i love dude. that i he shared out a picture last night and he's he i sent him a sample case too um he has yeah. a different model his is called uh the high tower which has been a very popular case it's the it's it's the three plus one case mm-hmm. where you have three pin slots on the left side and then a single pocket on the right side for a memo book.
0: That's the one that I I can't wait to get my hands on. I feel like that's the one that I'm will use every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, same here. I I'm I've been using the the brass town the zip roll, but then the high tower is probably the second most used one that that I use. Um, it's 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 just super functional. It just fit a need that I wanted. This was there were two cases that were the first designs that i had to have it was this high tower which the three plus one and then the roll pin case which is the brass town so i i i knew if we were doing this those two would be made um and i just like mike's i just like mike's picture i was like wow you know when once you start seeing it with other people then you're going we made that man that guy's got a cool case where'd you get that oh we made that that's kind of nice um, that's it, it. puts a big smile on my face, and I love the. I don't know. I just like that shot from Mike, and we'll have all this in the show notes. And uh, uh, the label came out really good. Um, you know, we we did go ahead and get a, a bunch of labels ordered. And I like how they turned out. They look good on the case. And um,
0: I can tell. I uh, definitely. I don't know who chose the colors, but if if it was a mixed effort, I can definitely. I definitely know what ones you chose.
1: <laughs> Which ones are that? The
0: orange one.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, did you, no doubt.
0: I don't, did you work on the obviously the orange was your choice, but did you pick the other colors too, or was that like a collaborative we, effort?
1: Actually, we collaborated on all three of the colors. It was it's that was actually a kind of a difficult process. I mean, we did it somewhat quickly, but trying to figure out what works well together without seeing like big sheets of fabric, you know, we just have like small like three by three inch fabric samples and trying to put that together and see what comes out. Well, I'm um, very
0: pleased that you went with a. Uh greenish kickstarter only
1: yeah it's it's kind of sort of kind of sort of green that's that color is Man,
0: the render Ks look good in those sorry it, i just no, see no. i just looked at that picture again and seeing the yeah, those render one, Ks look
1: in person and, in, and even in pictures this one came out really well um with the dark interior it's the only one with the darkest interior and a lighter outside. It's kind of reversed from the other ones, which all have a darker outside exterior material and a lighter interior material. This one's kind of reversed, and it came out really good looking. So I, um, keep,
0: I keep throwing business ideas at you, which is probably driving you insane. But oh no. I have another one all right. for when you guys launch the store. Mm-hmm. It's to allow me, It's to give me a range of colors and allow me to choose, mix and match them for extra money.
1: So you're saying you want to customize your own case on color. You want to you want to go and say, all right, I want the high tower case and mm-hmm. I want to be able to choose this color for the outside and this color for the inside and this color for the binding. Yep. And this but, color for the stitching.
0: And pay yeah. more, however much more you deem, right. but obviously more. Yeah, you know, maybe We have gotten that
1: question also. a lot.
0: Cuz I think that that would be really I mean for for this purpose for the Kickstarter Just choose the colors that are there, right? Sure, But for when you guys launch a store, just to have that, even if it's simply the case of it's a special page on the site, you select just from like drop, like you just like radio buttons or whatever, select this, this, Mm this, and this, send it through as an email order, then you get sent back, this is how much it's going to cost you because there might be Mm -hmm. differing costs or whatever. I think that would be really cool. I would like that a lot.
1: Yeah, that has come up a lot. Um, And... I mean we're it's we're certainly considering it. It'd be a little difficult right out the gate.
0: Oh, logistically it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. But which is why is you'd want to charge more.
1: Long term, you know, that you know, a year or two down the line, that could definitely be on the radar. I don't see why not. So <laughs> I just, but um, I just
0: see in a year's time that we have I just I just see I just see great things. I just think in a year's time you will be a like a manufacturing magnate. You you do, and you you will just be creating all sorts. I'm so, dude. I cannot even begin to tell you how happy I am for you both, and how excited I am. Like, I have been on cloud nine for over 24 hours. (laughs) Honestly, I'm just, I'm over the moon just because for as long as I have known you, I have. We said this before. I've tried to get you to do to do something like this. Right. My original idea for you is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Well, it was very different actually. But it was, I think, that you should use your expertise to for people to pay you money directly for something. Mm-hmm. And I and you've come out with something that was much better than my original idea. I just think it's genius, and I'm I'm just so I'm just so pleased that you guys are going to make a ton of money. <laughs> I've been sitting and doing some maths and just looking at what you know. Uh, yeah, Just sit obviously not looking at you guys making twenty thousand dollars a day, but a, sure. a fraction of that, and what that could be at the end is just mind-boggling to me, and I'm I'm very excited.
1: Right, I I really appreciate that. I mean, I appreciate your sport, your support, and you know your interest in this, and you know your, you know you've always you've always pushed me, um, you know, in into you know your. You 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 always keep those ideas in the back of my head, and you know eventually, uh, eventually I'll get to them. So I'm I'm glad uh, you know this this one eventually uh, came out onto this onto onto the paper, if you will.
0: And I'm sure that you know that you're a, a featured popular product, right, on Kickstarter. You've seen that.
1: I have seen that. That's been that's been kind of cool. You know, watching that pop up there in the uh, in the popular category or. You know, on the homepage of Kickstarter and stuff. You know, that's cool. You get that get that little extra exposure. And you know, now the the key is, you know, uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. If when we started this, you know, before we pressed go, before anything, I guessed a number of what we would end at, and we've already blown by that. I <laughs> guess twenty. I guess twenty thousand. Right. I thought twenty. I would be that would be my like, yes. Okay. We did a good job. 20,000. And to have it do this already is, is pretty not, I don't want to say shocking, but it's, it's been pretty crazy. It's been, it's been a wild ride so far. Um, my fingers were about to cramp yesterday, answering all the emails and doing all the support stuff yesterday, but I could not have had more fun doing that. You know, when you have a, you you know like a passion for the a product like this it's easy to talk about and you know when people have questions you know you you, you love answering them and and you know doing that so, you know customer support type of stuff you know I love doing that kind of stuff and and you know making you know people feel happy about their purchase and and things like that you know it's just a something you know I I really believe in and Jeff really believes in and we want this to be like I said earlier this is a long term business for us this is not you know a one-shot fly-by-night kickstarter deal this the the ideas we have in our head right now for the some of the products we want to make um we can't wait to make them you know we don't we're trying to we're doing our best not to get ahead of ourselves i mean we got a long way to go to for this to finish and fund and you know get these products out to everybody but um you know after that you know i, I mean i think uh I think it's all there for us.
0: So you know, you said you had an amount that you thought you'd reach. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what I thought that you would make? Sure, somewhere between thirty and forty. Okay, and you—you you will. <laughs> I mean, yeah, clearly, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you, you will definitely be over thirty. I, I now think that you will be over forty thousand. I have a number that I think, but I'm not going to say it. All right, <laughs> and I will tell you at the end if. Well, maybe I will tell you off the air. I just don't want to say it in, in public. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, and and we'll then, see. You know, it's yeah. an
1: interesting. You know, being, you know, I've all I've obviously backed other kickstarters and seen other kickstarters, and you know, kind of how they progress through the cycle. And you know, but I've never been involved in one to know. I was like, okay, what happens now? You know, you know, kind of in that in that middle range. I know it's I'm, it's obviously very busy in the front end, and it's probably a little bit busy on the back end, but in that middle. That middle range, you know, kind of seeing, you know, getting the word out and getting some promotion out um, for the project, project, and kind of, kind of keep it rolling.
0: The Economics are strange, though, right? Because at the moment, like the numbers don't really seem like they make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I know when you do the math it makes sense, but seven hundred and twenty-four people is twenty-seven and a half thousand dollars. Like to me, when I just, I mean, I, tell me if I'm being stupid. I look at that, and that doesn't seem right. It feels like 724 people should be a lot less money. I mean, obviously, you're close to your yeah. product, you know the prices. I mean, I've done the math, and yeah, you can well, see like her, we said in the sense.
1: beginning, I didn't expect the all the cases level to be that popular until people started saying exactly what you're saying. Well, that's just a really good deal. I mean, that's just you know. That's the best value. I thought you know I would just have it there for people that wanted all the storage. I thought people would be buying you know, you know one case or like you know the 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 you know the combination one of the combination cases you know with two cases in it or something like that. Mm. But um, yeah, for I, I guess maybe that's why with the.
0: I mean, if people sh- did it the way that I did, I was like went on the pairs like fifteen. Uh, don't want that because I assume that's like a t-shirt. Like, you know right. when you look at it and you're like, support us, get the T-shirt. Like, for $15, you couldn't possibly get anything out of it, right? Right. So I'm right. going down and going down, like, right, no, 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 25 I could still do more than that. Mm-hmm. And that's like $75, and it's to $250. i am like, right, I'll get the 75 I didn't even know what I was getting. <laughs> I was just like, I'll back that one. I mean, probably that's a little bit different for me, because mm-hmm. I would have always given you that, whatever that amount of money was going to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, and then I'm looking for it, and I'm like, you get three kicks in and I'm like, what? I'm like hang on a minute what's going on here <laughs> it's all of them and yeah i was very that's i and i think that's what has has meant that that is such a has been such yeah. a successful pot for you i mean yeah it's, that, inter- it's so interesting to see yeah
1: and that's a really good deal i mean by the time they go to retail that that level for what you're getting in that level now that will be you know if you priced them out like when we're gonna sell them in our store afterwards yeah. that's a an exceptional deal. Like mm. I said, the Brass Town alone is going to sell for thirty-five um, when we're all said and done and opening our online store. So that's almost half of that right there.
0: Yeah, you, you you'll be like with shipping for me. I'd be lucky to get two, right? You know, and I'm getting six and shipping. So right, right. I'm very. It's very awesome. So so we're,
1: I'm I'm glad that's taken off. Yeah,
0: we have another four weeks to talk about this. I mean, I know I. I'm not going to apologize. We're going to talk about it every week. Just bear that in <laughs> mind. Um, and the last week, so the, the, either the last week or the week after, I would like to have Jeffrey on the show. Um, okay, and we'll find a way to see if we can find a way to get that to work, yeah. and then we'll, we'll we'll I would like the three of us to talk, or maybe for me to interview you guys again. And
1: okay, yeah, we'll we do that um, right when we're getting ready to um, to close the close the project. Yep. I think that would be good. He actually when I told him I was getting ready to go start recording, he goes, he goes, one day I want to come on and do an ad read. So um, I'm gonna, we'll put him on the spot. He's like, oh, no, that would be terrible. I have a terrible voice.
0: <laughs> I love it when, uh, when you go to sleep and the Knock Co. Twitter account just gets crazier and crazier. I love it. It's so He's a funny. wild
1: man. He is so wild. Like, and if you meet him in person, he is like the calmest Shyest guy, but um, when he starts getting going on the on the Twitter or the Instagram, he's he's pretty funny.
0: It makes me laugh. He just send, he sends me these like random tweets every now and again, and it just makes me smile. Like yeah. earlier, he was like trying to play rock paper scissors with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you can you can tell um you can tell who's manning the the Twitter at certain <laughs> hours a day and who's who's, who's doing responses.
0: <laughs> hey, it works for you guys, right? Because you can literally yeah. hand them off in shifts. Yeah,
1: it's kind of funny. It was like it's like, all right, I'm I'm signing off now. Jeffrey's on, and then he's like, you know, he signed off last night, and you know, I was on within an hour. You know,
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. do, I guess we'll talk about this next week. But I'm interested to talk about comment. I'm gonna put we'll put this in for next week. I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about comments and okay. updates. Yep, how, and Definitely. how and how that is. So I'm gonna put that. In. Yeah. I want to know sure. how you're dealing with those and and what what your sort of thinking is and that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I actually have lots to say on that, so that that'll be um, yeah, that would be a, a long topic to cover right now. So
0: yeah, excellent. Well, do you have like a short URL of any kind for this?
1: Um, for the Kickstarter, I, I don't have one that's uh, memorable. I just have the uh, the kicks the Kickstarter shortener.
0: Well, let's. I'll tell you what. Then go to knockco com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knockco. dot ocom n o c k c o. dot com. It's right at the yeah. top of the page. If you haven't, yep. if you haven't for any insane reason gone and, and even backed one of the fifteen dollar cases, go do that right now, because you're going to get an excellent product. I I am sure of that, and and, and Brad will tell you the same. Uh, congratulations for already meeting your goal.
1: Well, thank you, sir, and I really appreciate your support. I mean, you you have been uh, um, a very very huge supporter of us and, and I appreciate it. You know, I don't ask to, you know, talk about these topics and you're just like, we're talking about this yeah, and this I is what we're gonna do. And I'm like, okay. I won't allow
0: it any other way. Um <laughs> I'm enjoying living vicariously through the two of you throughout yeah. this whole thing. It's it's fun to be even to play a small part in it to get to talk with you on the show about it every week is fun for me. Um awesome. so if you want to catch up with Brad's stuff, I mean obviously go to we're gonna have to start doing this now. Go to knockco.com. Mm-hmm. And penaddict.com. Um, they have at knockco on Twitter. And Brad is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Um, and at dowdy on app.net. And I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Pen Addict podcast. Until then, goodbye. Say goodbye, Brad.
1: Goodbye, Brad.